All right, ladies and Love gentlemen, how are you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, how are you? This is The Rook Show, hosted by Anthony King and myself, Brandy Jackson. Just wanted to wish everyone a happy Father's Day. I know some of you are barbecuing out there, sitting back, relaxing, because you work a regular 9 to 5, and I'm telling you, when you get your Sundays in, it's time to relax. So it's it's really good for those fathers out there and even the mothers who take that father role. So we just want to uh, give thanks to those who help to build up the community with raising their children uh, because, you know, we, we definitely have to make a better tomorrow. So we are here. We are live at 5 once again, Central, broadcasting from Chicago. We have a great show going on for you today. And just a recap from last week, we featured the writers, executive producers, and the cast of Hot Steppers. And that was <laughs> – wasn't that something else? Hey, Brandy, can you hear Reggie? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Brandy. Can you, hear, can you hear us? Yes. And that's who we'll also have today, Reggie Martin. And he is I'm not in to, the I'm state. Trying to see. I'm trying to see mm-hmm. if you can hear us. Can you hear him? Reggie, say testing one more time for me, please. Testing one, two, three. Can you hear him, Brandy? Yes, I can. Testing one, two, three. Okay, we got you live on the air, Reggie. How you doing? All right, Reggie Martin. Welcome to the Rook Show. You are in China. He cannot hear us, Brandy. He cannot hear us. You know, another the uh the audio okay. is not finding to me. How how about now, Reggie? Can you hear her? Okay, Reggie, can you hear me? Uh, no, I cannot. He said, okay. "No, I cannot." So he heard something. <laughs> he can't hear you. He can. He cannot hear you, but you can okay. hear him. Okay, so can we now? feed him? Can we feed him the questions uh, via Facebook? That's why I love Facebook. <laughs> he should be. He should be able to hear you now. Okay, okay, what about now, Reggie? All right. Yes, I can hear you, Brandy. Okay, round of applause. <laughs> I had round to bring it up. Applause. I had to bring it up, Brandy. That's all right. And so for you you all that are listening, uh, we have him broadcasting. He's coming from China, so he's Skyping right now. So that's... That's what's going on, so we're we're definitely going to make that happen for him, and a special guest he is. So, Anthony, um, I know you're acquainted with him. Can you tell everybody just a little bit about him? Because he's over, he moved from East Chicago, and he's now in China for his career. Can you kind of you know let people know a little bit about him? I mean, before we start the up. The best thing I can really do is let him speak for himself because his story is mm-hmm. so interesting. I don't want to put anything on it or it really anything is. away. So if you would have him to explain to you exactly how he got from East Chicago to China, that would be wonderful. Um, just just his, his presence in East Chicago before he even went to China, while he was there in high school and just growing up, is so... Uh, so interesting. Give, give him an opportunity to represent for himself, and, and let him let him let him lead you into the direction he would like for you to go. Very interesting. 
person. Very interesting. interesting. Right. So, Reggie, Reggie, now I'm very curious. How was your environment when you were growing up, and how did that kind of shape or influence your business choices today? Because clearly you're in China right now. (laughs) Yeah, you you know I grew up in East Chicago, and I, I grew up in a, in a nice area, but if you know, you know, if you know my city of East Chicago, it's surrounded by a lot of, you know, negativity. You got a, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of rough street in East Chicago. A lot of gangs. You know, right. I, had, I had great, you know, guidance from my parents, my family, and I had a great group of friends that uh, that was in my circle that I would right. You know, Mm-hmm. Who was your biggest influence around that time? My biggest influence as far as uh, a celebrity? Or? Right. It could, it could be a celebrity or family, someone that really, you know, kept you, kept you, you know, safe and your, your mind focused on your goals at that time. You know, people. You know, I grew up like like any other kid. My biggest influence was Michael Jordan. You know, <laughs> like how hard he worked on the court. And, and, and Michael Jordan, you know, just how his vision was, how hungry he was, and how, how he always was thought of being a winner. You know, mm-hmm. and from there, you know, I had enough people I was looking up to, like on TV, like Pete Diddy. I like how Pete Diddy went from taking oh, yeah. something, you know, that he didn't have, actually going through some struggles, being fired and things like that. And, and he could have went any direction. He could have stopped and, and, and folded, right. but he kept working out. You know, he made it to the top. And I always, you know, I always looked up to Diddy and said, man, this, this brother right here, he's very determined to make it, and he's still doing it. Right. And, and how did you... Uh... You know what? This is this is interesting because at what point did you say this is the kind of career I wanted to go into? Can you actually, you know, tell us what you're currently doing right now? And that's what I'm curious to find out. How did you decide your career path? Hey, Brandy, be- before you before you take him that mm-hmm. far into uh, his interview. Go back to go back to him being in East Chicago because he had he he was one of the special people growing up that was you know how you just can tell somebody is different and and I don't want to say because I I don't want I don't want people in East Chicago to listen to this and be like oh you know he uh he riding Reggie's jock but we we were we were we were we were friends growing up and it was always something different about him that separated him from the rest of the people who were around. So take him back to East Chicago before you go into the China thing. Kind of kind mm-hmm. of find out what gave him that drive to want to be in China cuz a lot of people don't haven't have never left out of East Chicago before. So for him to right. to have had the confidence and belief in himself to feel like 
China was something that he could punch me in. It had to be more to it way before then. Um, he had, comes from a great family, um, the artist family. And um, go back to go go back to East Chicago before you get them to China. Ready? Like, can you share some of the things that right did with basketball and just you know keeping right? Because he said Michael Jordan, so yeah, I want to hear that. Yeah, he he was an athlete, one of one of the one of the best defensive players to come through East Chicago Central. I remember. The, uh, the 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 intense defense he used to put down on us at Sunnyside Park. <laughs> um, intense defense. <laughs> but yeah, put put them put, take them back to East Chicago before you go into China, because a lot of special things happened that led up to that. Right. So Reggie, what I mean, what were some of those things that led up to that before uh, China? You know, because he, you know, you spoke about the sports. And then you have your influences, and how much did that influence you back then as well? You, you know what? It, I was kind of, I was very mature. Mm-hmm. I think at a at a young age, as far as you know, seeing my surroundings, seeing my environment, I understood that in Chicago, you know, we. Start, we have to start behind the line, and you know we're not getting the same exposure and recognition. Like you know, people are in uh, you know New York mm-hmm. and LA or, or or Chicago. So I knew it took a lot of I, you know I had to really step my game up and, and work even harder to get to what I wanted to do in life. Uh, growing up in mm-hmm. Chicago, you know, I grew up around a lot of games. So even though I wasn't in the game, still gang affiliated because that's your surroundings. Right. You know? um, but the key was I knew I surrounded myself with a bunch of good friends. You know, your parents, you know, they have to do their job, but at the end of the day, you end up spending more time with your friends than what you do with your family. So your friends know more stuff than what your parents know because you put them majority of the time outside of your house. True. So you School. Never, I never thought with, with, you know, with the gangsters and, and things like that because, you know, I already knew, you know, that I don't want to go to jail. I'm not built for that. Right. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let me hang out with these group of guys right here that's positive. They got the same type of vision that I have to want to be something in life. And, They're not sitting at the on the floor at the All Star game. I mean, so 
did that pay off with you having the type of parents that you that you have? Oh no, you know, having, having a great solid foundation with my with my parents, with my friends. Like I say, it, it takes a group of friends, a good group of friends too, because you spend a lot of time with your friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, having right. my uh, foundation from my father and my family, uh, plus my boys, you know, outside of that, my family, you know, household, it all made a difference to what I'm doing right now today. Uh, you know, it's funny when you sit back and I'm getting Facebook messages and all that. Of course, I, sometimes I get things, you know, messages. People say, oh, man, I'm not surprised what you're doing. This doesn't oh. surprise me. You know, so some people, they was looking forward to, you know, they knew I was going to do this because they knew I wasn't hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, drinking all night, you know, smoking dope and, you know, doing things. I'm at home, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, I'm, I'm looking at CNN, I'm looking at, you know, world news and things like that. I'm not looking at the Chicago news. I was looking at the world news, you know. Yeah. So it, it was things like that, reading the newspaper, reading what's going on. And I was doing all this in high school. Mm-hmm. So your focus, yeah, your focus was different from the average person. My focus was completely different from the average average person. I knew I wanted to travel. I knew mm. I wanted to get out of East Chicago. I knew I wanted to see other things. I wanted to experience mm. that. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I had the right direction. I already had a foundation that was going to support me to do whatever I wanted to do as long as it was positive. Right. As long as I knew I had that backing, what can stop me? Mm. One of the and things... I never listened. I, I never listen to when someone tell me you can't do it. Mm-hmm. When you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to prove to you. Then you prove it. <laughs> That's good. One and, of the and, things um, I re- Go ahead. Hold on Go ahead, one second, Brandy. One of the things that I remember um, us growing up is you always were able to develop relationships with people that were a little – you had people in your circle – like Glenn Robertson, I remember you um, being very close with him during his college years when you when, when he was going to Purdue. You were on, you were one of the only people that I knew could get him to come and hang out in the hood at nighttime without being worried about anything. What gave you, besides the political family that you come from, I'm sure they being being in that environment gave you an understanding of what it took to be able to build relationships, but how were you able to, at that early of an age, align yourself with such powerful people when everybody else just were walking around in a daze? It's funny. You know, I was blessed with the gift of gab. I was blessed with the gift of gab. (laughs) That's Um, right. (laughs) Not everybody has it. Glenn was my... (laughs) I was a gift, you know, blessed with the gift of gap. You know, Glenn was my, we was, you know, best friends in high school, to college and things like that. And not just Glenn, you know, Rashard Griffin, Juwan Howard. You know, I had, you know, I had, you know, I had all of them coming out to East Chicago. But really, mm-hmm. the funny thing about this, people used to think that I'd be lying about all this stuff. That's the funny <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, 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 so a lot of, 
this cat lying. Who? <laughs> but you know what? I don't think it was so much that they thought you were lying. It's more so that you was operating beyond a level of comprehension, and they couldn't understand that something like that was possible for you to be so well connected, and they just hanging around, you know, the boys in the hood. That that's, that was the issue. It wasn't so much that, you know, we felt like you was lying. We couldn't understand where you was coming from, you know. Like you said, you was very mature at a, at a young age. Um you you played did you, you did you play ball in college as well? College. I played four years in, in college and uh that helped, you know, get me through college, helped my parents with the with with, with the scholarship. So, you know, it, i used basketball as a tool. So I wasn't one of those guys. I knew at a young age when I went to basketball camp that I wasn't going to the NBA. I stayed a lot of the Anthony Hardaway and all these guys mm-hmm. that were the same thing as me. So I do at that time, like, you, you need to get a good education, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Your career stops there. So I, <laughs> you know, I do that. So I wasn't wasting time trying to chase a dream that wasn't there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that, you know, I, I, I stay focused on that. On that area. Um, again, growing up, when we talk about circles of fame, friends and things like that, I always enjoy being around that greatness. I like to be around people that was doing something, people that was on top of the game. Glenn was the number one high school player in the nation at that time, along with Chris Weber. I want for me to be great. Or do or want to think about putting myself and doing something great? Is you need to be around this to learn about this stuff, and then you mm. learn, you see how you get this attention and, and feeling. You want that same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm surrounded about this stuff, and I'm like, well, I want this. How can I do this? So, agent in this sports, I said, let me do it in this great world. Let me be a sports star. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. And then when you, you know, when you went uh, to school, what, you know, how did you decide what you were going to uh, major in? Because then you, you know, you were deciding what career path you wanted to step into. You, you know what? It's hard. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm normal and. I'm just as normal as you and any other kid that was growing up at this time. I was confused, didn't know what to do. My parents tried right. to tell me to go be a teacher because that's a sure job, you know. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I went to to be a teacher, and then I realized from my assistant basketball coach, he was teaching a recreation class. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, what, what did you go to school for to be able to do this, you know, be outside and teaching people how to do team building and, and just teaching people to have fun and get paid for it. He said, man, this is recreational management. So oh. right then, right then, man, I don't, I'm not the type to be stuck in the office and, and things like this. I'm a PR guy. I want to do this job. So right. I ended up going, you know, as and graduating as rec, for recreational management. So I went on to State University in Minnesota. And I, I really enjoyed that, and that was my 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 job for many years. From there, I went to Club Man. So 
Club Med. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Club Med, Club Med is a is an entertainment resort. That you know, to be a staff there, you have to have pretty much to give a gab. You have to entertain the guests twenty four hours. There it so is, the talent. The peninsula. Yeah, you have to have there is you have to have the guests who gab. You need to be talking to the guests all the time. The guests mm-hmm. is outside around the swimming pool. You need to be outside around the swimming pool, entertaining the guests, talking to the guests. The guests at the beach, you need to be at the beach talking to the guests. And that was great to 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 polish up my skills because I was meeting people from all around the world, France, Spain, and London. People I would never meet in East Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're limited in East Chicago. You either African American or you Hispanic. So, you know, I, I wasn't used to dealing with people and talking to people from different cultures and, and different nationalities and different countries. You know, right. So, you know, so that being a, yeah, it, it was you know it was the same in high school like I was in high school. When I was in college, I was cool with everybody. Mm. No enemies, huh? Yeah, that's that Skype connection. Reggie, you still there? Okay, his Skype just dropped off. Um, Okay, he'll come back. Yeah, he'll come back, but he. That's fine. But, you know, while he's going, I just wanted to mention that um, as he comes back, that gift of gab is fortunate, too, because not everybody has it. It's a talent. And it's it's almost like a lot of people want that. It's something that can be built, but true indeed, it's something that's given. You, that's something you could be born with, but you can build it. But just like he said, I needed to be where those people were. I need to brush up on my skills. I needed to be there. And if we never practice our talent to build on it, how can we go to another level? And the fact that we're, you know, birds of a feather flock together, he had to get, he know he had to achieve a little bit higher. He had to reach. He needed to be in the vicinity of these people in different countries. And I mean, that that's, that's a huge statement, Anthony. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's take a quick then, commercial break so we yes. can get that out of the way while we um get him back on the line, Brandy. Hold on one second. Let's take a quick commercial break. Oh, there he is. Brandy, he's back. He's back. Okay. Okay, perfect. So welcome back, Reggie. And I, I basically was just going over um, when you said about the gift of gab. It's one of those things where some people – they wish they had it, and some people are born with it, but you still have to harness your skill and hone it. So I like the fact that you said, I have this ability and this talent, but I still need to make it better. I need to be with these people, around them. And you said, if they're on the beach, I'm on the beach too. <laughs> you have to be in it, utilizing your talent. So I just, when you were gone, we had just talked about that briefly. have to live in it. You know what? Also, you know that. One thing I tell people right now, of course I wanted to be in the in the nightclub and partying with everybody and, and have a good time. But then mm-hmm. I, when I say I was a lot more mature than my age, when I, if I find out it was a socialite party, 
where it's going to be some uh, executives, some CEOs or whatever at this cocktail that might not be so fun, that might be boring. I'm right. going to that cocktail because these are the people that's going to help me out in the future. Going to this mm-hmm. club me at all, trying to chase skirts around. Yeah. You know, I could do that Talk about after it. I get where I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I love that, I, yes. Mm-hmm. And when you say a cocktail, give an example of what you mean, Ready? like an NAACP banquet or something like that? You know what well, Okay, repeat that one time. We we lost you a little bit. Hello? 
um, yes, you, have, you know, you know you're going to a function, and you know what type of function it is because you, you want to network within this group of people. You have to educate your people on some of the companies and some of the people that's going to be there. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to. You should be already ready and knowing basic things about this function you're going to. And that's the, always that's already a great conversation starter. And, and you sound very articulate when you when you're talking to people. You understand? And you have what, what we do as people in our culture. Sometimes we dominate a, a, a conversation. Sometimes we like mm-hmm. to talk much about ourselves instead of sitting back and letting other people talk and you listen. And then you you, uh-huh. you figure out then you know these people handed you their card first. You know because oh, you, yeah. you didn't sit there. You you listen to them. You knew you knew exactly what they were, where they were coming from. You can respond in a very articulate way, and and, and you're not coming off as as being uh, too strong with them. But do not mm-hmm. talk too much about yourself and what you have done and what you have accomplished. You know, you you, you sit back and listen. You, you know, hey, you let it come natural. Well, that's that's an excellent tip. Yeah, thank you for that. People know that we're talking so much about ourselves sometimes. Yep. <laughs> you know, sometimes we got we to, you know, give ourselves a break. And, and, and listen and learn something about somebody, else, you know, from other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go 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 into the China stuff, Brandy. Now now go into the China stuff because I think you kind of gave people an understanding of what it took to get there. How did you get right. to China, ready? What what from from club me? How did you go from East Chicago to college club basketball man. to club me to to China? Club man, brother. Club, club, man. club med. I'm sorry. Club Going to another city, just in the United States, it's different. 
So, you, what? you know, I was, I learned, I learned a lot. Like I said, I, you, you know, I polished my skills off uh, over okay. the years in college and hang with different nationalities of people. Uh, uh, that built me to be able to live and survive in another country. Right now, I'm, I'm, I've been living in China. I'm going on 12 years now. Um, it's been great. Um, okay. But, you know, we all got to go through trials and tribulations. You know, it, it, you, everybody look at success and just think it was easy and you was that. No, I go through trials and tribulations like everybody else has to go through trials and tribulations. And, mm-hmm. and I had to learn. Um, so, you know, the, the road is definitely is not easy, um, but it's a great learning process. And what did you uh, what did you do as far as in preparation for uh, going over there? Was that directly into what what field? Because some people think, well, I could just go on over there without a huge plan. But when you went, what was your plan of attack, and uh, where were you working at the time? Well, I you know I I got my my first job overseas really was. My best friend to this day, which is Rashard Griffin. Rashard mm. Griffin, you know, uh, uh, all American basketball player from you know, south side of Chicago. And he ended wow. up going up, playing ball at the University of Wisconsin, and being drafted overseas to play in Turkey. Okay. Rashard flew me over there, you know, and I ended up getting a job on Rashard's basketball team as being a, a, a scout. Doing a lot of dirty work, grinding. You know, you, I'm, I'm 22 years old at this time. Oh wow! And this this was you talking about a third world country. This was something to see, you know. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it wasn't <laughs> easy, but it was a great experience, and, and and I made that happen. So it wasn't planned. I didn't go over there to Turkey. Planning on working. That one just, I was just blessed. Rashard, Rashard wanted somebody to stay over there with him because Turkey is, you know, it's not being like on the south side of Chicago. That's it's not. <laughs> it probably wasn't any soul food right around the corner either. <laughs> no Harold Chicken out there, you know what I mean? He wanted, you know, he wanted his boy to stay out there, familiar, help him out. And I, I looked at it like, man, what a great experience. Let me take advantage of this. Absolutely. And now, as far as after I left Turkey, I went in, you know, my field is hospitality. I got hired by Club Med Resort, and, you know, more because of my personality. So, you know, I get hired more because of the people I know. Um, okay many influential, powerful people, um, companies want to tap in to that market. You know, it, it, when you, it's not that many billionaires around the world. You know what I mean? So when you, right. when you, when you have people that know billionaires and, 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 and multi-millionaire people, people, you know, people look at you differently. People want to tap into that market. Mhm. Again, you know, it ain't too many people can get with Blister to come on all the way out to the to East Chicago and 
something to my high school in East Chicago and put it on CNN and all this. He did all this just for friendship. This is my good friend. We've become best friends over the years. And I didn't pay a dime for this. This oh, doesn't right. happen. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. You understand? And B.J. Armstrong, you know, Chicago Bulls, great. Right. So do you, you know, do you do you believe that, um, uh, kind of curious about, you know, spiritually, you know, what you believe, but do you believe you can craft your own destiny? Because, I mean, it's clear that if we sit down and do very little, that's probably what we'll get. <laughs> so it's almost like our footwork, but... Um, what what how do you what are your beliefs you know as far as you know crafting your destiny and in your your, your world? I'm, I'm with that one hundred and ten percent. Wow! Craft own destiny. If you want to be something, you need to you need to do your due diligence. This this example. Um, if you want to be what. Um, want to be an actor or actress, mm-hmm. you need to and then you need to find somewhere where you're networking where there's a lot of the Cannes Film Festival. You need to invest mm-hmm. save your money to be there. That's the best film festival in the world. You need to be there. You need to be there networking. Makes sense. If you're in Hollywood, that's going on, save your money, you need to be there. You need to be mm-hmm. there networking get your name out there. Wow. Not that it's going to fall, I mean, nothing really falls in your hands. People say, oh, such and such is lucky. Such and such, he won $100 million in the lottery. He's lucky. Mm. No, he he had to go buy the ticket. Right. Oh, got to go buy the ticket. Mm. He had to go buy the ticket first, so he's stuck. <laughs> you can't <laughs> Right, he probably bought uh, uh, thousands of tickets before that that one time. You know what? He, he could have bought a million tickets, but he went and bought the ticket. Period. <laughs> you know, and sometimes yeah. you might fail. That's what. That's a great example. Sometimes you you might fail a hundred times. You know, I give this example all the time right here, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can learn a lot just from a baby. A baby fell at least a million times before a baby is able to walk. Mm. The baby cried. The baby experienced pain. You know, the baby experienced all of this, but the baby kept getting up trying to walk, knowing if he falls or she falls, it's going to hurt. But the baby is still very determined to get up and walk. Whew. The baby finally succeeds to walk. Hmm. So, <laughs> the baby is to trial, and pain to walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hmm. I you know I have a I have a vision. I just have a full blown vision in my head 
Because I've even I, they fight for themselves. They don't even they don't even know it, but they keep going. They keep going. They keep crawling. You, you know what's funny? Just say repeat what you just said again. You know, so that means we all have that gene already installed it's inside already, of us. Wow. Mm. So what happens along the way to, with some people? They they're lowering that gene. There some some people are ignoring it and give up later on in life. Oh, they, they don't want to walk. Uh, wow. Like that. They get emotionally broken. They think that it's, it's the end of the world. Without knowing, what they should know, hey, we all have to go through some trials and tribulations and pain in some form in our life. Not just you. Mm. Right. Okay. So I psych myself out. When I go through some troubles and I have God knows I have my problems and stuff, I psych myself out. I say, hey, I, 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 who is me? Who is you, Reggie? You got to go through trials and tribulations like the next person. Why not you? Right. Making it happen. <laughs> Hold on, Brandy. I want to ask him something. One of the uh-huh. one of one of the most vivid memories that I have with you is <laughs> absolutely. That's one of the most vivid um, memories I have with you. Did you go to summer school? Did, did you after we had the accident on the highway? Did you go back and, and register for summer school?
Reggie was the one that told us about AAU. I was mm. physically <laughs> going into the coach's <laughs> office without them knowing and taking mail and learning <laughs> You can ask any of the basketball players that played with me. To this day, we laugh about it. Taking the mail and AAU, this got my name on it. He's not passing this to me. I'm taking this. And I started wow. learning about you and and, and BC All-Stars and Five-Star All-Stars. Then I started going to take it to my boys on the on the basketball team with me. Mm. You start with that dude to, to, to make something happen. Right. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Take a risk. Take a risk. I wasn't a star on the basketball team, okay? I, it, it, it was other guys, and it was, it was favorite, you know, you, you know, we all gonna say it was some favoritism with other players and all that, that's just life, but mm-hmm. I didn't stop there, I went, got these letters, my parents and us sat down, and they sent me to basketball camp, so I always had this drive, like, okay, you're not making, you're not giving me the, the fair chance I think I should be getting high school. So I'm going to take this all into my own hand, my own destiny in his own hand. I'm going to the basketball camps in the summertime. I'm playing in these AAU tournaments in the summertime. Hey, you took, this is 16, mm. 16-year-old kid doing this. 16. Mm. You Thank goodness for that. I'm, yeah. I'm taking it, and I'm going to these camps on my, on my Somebody say no. Okay, watch this. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. And that's exactly. <laughs> I always had this mentality. Always had this mentality. And every last one of those guys on the basketball team would tell you this when they, if they hear this. You know, I always had the mentality. I don't wait. You know, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to the NBA at 14, 15 years old. <laughs> perspective on it. I mean, and I even noticed you have a quote. It's called, um, count your blessings, not your problems. Count your blessings, that, not your problems. Amen. We got a serious. Sometimes we forget about how, how, how many things, how grateful, you know, how many things that the good Lord has blessed us with. Yeah. The, the, we let the problems overshadow that. So I'm trying to tell people, what about what about the good things that happen to you? Let's, let's sit by, sit back and talk, think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially that talent. Somebody somewhere else is can't go into worse things than what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Wow. So, Reggie, yeah. it's all a mental game. It's all a mental game. It's all how you want to approach life. Right now, with the with the internet, it's man, with the internet, you can you can promote your own brand. You can become a walking brand. <laughs> you can become a brand just off the internet. I tell the kids with Facebook, you can or or any media thing, you gotta be careful what you put on there. Because mm. 
because yeah. the stuff stays on there. It stays nowadays. And now we have um, the screenshots. So now you can screenshot anything, text messages, anything that you can even think of, and then post it. I was just thinking of that today. I said, this is dangerous. <laughs> you know what, thank God, I just wasn't there when I was in high school. Thank God. But it was, it's, it's, you know, the media can help you or it can hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you look at my Facebook page, I post stuff on there that I want to post on there. And it's all completely right. correct. I'm not posting no parties of people drinking and doing stuff because that's not the Reggie Martin brand. Mm, I like that. You, you're you showing your brand. Because you clearly can do that if you wanted to, but you don't want that to be your quote-unquote brand per se. Mm-hmm. No, that's no, because people, honestly, people judge you from this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I wanted the guy, unfortunately, it's funny because, I, I, you know, I'm in the Chinese paparazzi magazines out here often. But, you know, I do get a kick, kick of I learn new rumors about myself every day. It makes it it's funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you said I said I new rumors every day. Oh gosh. Every <laughs> day, it, it, it's abuses, you know. But at the end of the day, I look at it like, thank you for branding me. Right. Right. I didn't put you on there. You know, when people come and say, oh, you, I have this, and I say, where you get it from? Oh, from the Gossip Magazine. I say, okay, repeat that again. The Gossip Magazine. Exactly, you got it from the Gossip Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> right, they have to have ratings themselves. <laughs> but at the same time, I say, hey, I'm lucky. It's the Gossip Magazine that put my face on the front cover. Thank you. Because it's a gossip magazine, and I get a little exposure from it. Thank you. That's right. That's right. So now, a lot of people know you, and I know you've got plenty of exposure. I have to ask you, when I was younger, I heard of people getting the key to the city, and I I, I mean, I thought it was a physical key. What did that mean, that you have um, it's an open door to every situation? So you have the keys to East Chicago, Indiana. Is that right? Yes. yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's the blessing. Um, the mayor, Mayor George Copeland, and the the people of East Chicago. I'm very thankful and grateful for that honor. Uh, Anthony Copeland. Anthony Copeland is uh, Anthony Copeland. is the mayor. George was the high school basketball. Anyway, I'm going to Excuse me, I'm thinking of my high school basketball table again. Uh, Anthony Copeland in the city of East Chicago. I appreciate it. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Uh, uh, you, you know what? In saying that, I, 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 I'm not knocking anything. Right. It's funny, like, if you go into our high school, uh, where I graduated from and stuff, you won't see anything of that. Wow. We glorify, we glorify 
almost, you know, not that many people go anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> you you wow. know, it, 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 I look at that and I'm like, this, it, you know, it, it's funny. I'm not, you know, I'm not angry or nothing. I just, I, I think that's what's, what's wrong with our inner city community sometimes a lot. We, we, we glorify sometimes the, the wrong thing. Right, in the community. Which is good. It's not wrong, but you know, you got to promote things that actually more kids got more chance of being um, successful in, as far as mm-hmm. graduating from high school. You get more kids successful in that than going to play a professional sport. Right. And how were you? Um, what, what was the qualifications for uh, getting the keys to the city? How, you know, how did that go about? And what year did that happen? You know what? That's a, I got it in 2011 in November. But, oh, recently. You know, I, I'm not a professional basketball player or NFL player, but I am the one. I am the one that brought a lot of the people back to our high school, and I'm going to do it more in the future, like with Bliss and all this, and and try to get my city a little publicity. And I started the foundation, which you know it takes a long time. To, you know, I'm overseas, so it's kind of hard get the foundation like I wanted it being over here. But mm-hmm. it's, it's finally been registered, I think, like two or three months ago. And, you know, I'm going to be doing more stuff, bringing speakers, doing motivation speaking and all that, not just in East Chicago, but in Gary, Chicago, and all of that. Good. What will be your main uh, – I know you'll speak about multiple topics, but in the motivational speaking, what's your main core? What's your mission every time you go out? What's my, 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 mission, my mission is just to motivate people mm-hmm. to try to get people. Just to be successful. Yeah, yeah. It's, just to be successful. It's, that, it's just that simple. That's it. Just and that simple. I like it. Give my life testimony. You know, I come from a small city of East Chicago, okay, very small city. Anthony, what is it, 22,000 people? And, and getting smaller, getting smaller with the, how, how many people get killed each year. Oh, yeah. And, and for me to be doing what I'm doing and, and hanging with the people I'm hanging with and being invited to business and coming from this area, Man, I, I I can't help but go to church and and, and, and say you know praise the Lord because I really yeah. started from farming up the line. Mm. I'm, I'm not in New York. I'm not in in all these financial hubs to be 
be able to do this. I didn't go to a highly laid school, but I'm thinking a lot about the bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you say you behind the, so far behind the line, that's, a, that's your second time mentioning that. Explain what you mean when you say that. Uh, go go a little bit more in-depth for the listening audience, exactly what you mean when you say you started behind the line. Well, that means me and you went to the same high school. We is um, definitely not close to being the top high school in the state.
I say, I was born, you know, a, a PR guy, you know, a relationship guy. And uh, it's fun, but you know, you have your, you have your, your, your situation, problems, stuff. Um, also, you know, uh, have been the VIP. And, and you that's said that's, uh, what that's what you do. What? Excuse me. Go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead. No, we were just saying, is that what you do? Can you explain your, uh, you know, position out there on what you do? Yeah. You know, yes, I, I, I'm in charge of all the non-gaming VIPs. So when a when a celebrities or top socialites or politicians come here, you know, they you know, I I make sure everything is, 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 is correct. They, you know, and I, I have relationships with them. So I make sure they I entertain them and make sure I take good time make sure they have a good time and and get them whatever they need. Um also mm-hmm. business development. I I'm invited to all these wonderful events, whether it's the M T V awards or Channel V Awards or, or whatever, um, I'm invited to it to give me a chance to go out um, and, and strengthen my relationships with people and also make more relationship, new relationships with people to get them to, to come to our property if they want to stay in a hotel, whether they're in Las Vegas or Singapore or Macau. Right. They contact me, and, of course, I put them in, in, our, in our property. Okay, okay. And just, um, you know what, just, uh, I know I'm veering off just a tiny bit, but when you're networking, I have to imagine you know so many people. How do you manage working with these people? And I'm pretty sure they probably have a list of things that need to get done, almost like a mini writer when you're working with them and you know they're coming in. Uh, I I guess it's a two-part question. How do you how do you network with so many people and keep in touch and tune? Because it's a lot of people. You you know what I've been doing this for years. You know, and and, and like I say, is you you gain so much relationship. Like one of my very good friends is the Prince of Saudi Arabia. You mm. know, and it's just one of those things. You know, it if it's uh. If it's my birthday or something, you know, he just sent me a message, happy birthday, brother. You know, and, you know, it's just simple relate. You know, it, it, my right. It's a different, that's a good question. What you just said. Let me explain. You have people that have business relationships with mm-hmm. people, and you have people that have personal relationships with people. All mm-hmm. of the relationships I have is more personal. So they they will contact me in a personal situation, uh, and this okay. is what job like. But when they want to bring them out for a concert, say Chris Brown or something, and then I don't get involved in that business side of it because oh, okay. I, you know personal. So I will hand it off to somebody that will handle and talk to Chris Brown people, and Chris Brown people talk to my people to make the concert happen while me and Chris friends. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So there is a set there is a strict separation on that. It's a strict pretty much with, with my situation. You know, most mm-hmm. people have a 
business relationship. And a business relationship is not, you know, they treat you like business. They, you know, pretty much they don't, they, they don't even get close close to you, and the manager and them don't even want you to get close to them. That's you know, right. They want to keep it business. You know, my situation is is not like that, and you don't have too many people with this job that have that. It's, you probably can count on your hand that, you know, and people that have direct contact to a lot of influential, powerful people, probably in the world. And when you go to Las Vegas and all that, all the nightclubs, they have VIP hosts and all that, that mm-hmm. people call Las Vegas and you want to go to Tile or you want to go to Excess, you call such and such as a VIP host at Excess and they get you in. But that's still a business relationship. Yeah, right. going to get you in. charging you for that table, 10000 U.S. dollars, too. Right, still business. <laughs> still business, you know. But as far as me, you know, if such and such called me, the Prince or, or CB or, what, you know, Chris Brown, whatever, and he want to go to the club, I'm going to the club with him. And ain't nobody, and ain't no tables being paid for. Yeah, I just had a moment. I literally just had a moment because it makes me think. I know some people, and I even think of myself. Um, some people, okay, for people who end up mixing business with a little bit of pleasure or personal, you have to think, are those the type of people that are better at PR? Should they be be looking in that direction? You know what I mean? Because you end up, it, it starts off as business, but you end up building a relationship instead. For those people who are out there, is that is that kind of what that could be for those people who have, that have that that gift of gab and just relatability? What do you think? Um, so, some people got the gift of gab, but it's just the gift of gab, you know. Okay. Okay. They at at the party. Every day they like they like hearing their name called. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? But Mike, you know, hey, he ain't doing nothing. Yep. He, he's just that person that everybody knows at the club. I think right. we all know that. You got people in the neighborhood that everybody knows, but he doesn't mm-hmm. do nothing for anybody or even for himself. But everybody knows him. That that doesn't benefit nobody, and nobody would take that person serious. Oh. Okay, I like where you're going with this. Keep going. <laughs> now, now, people that that try to mix business with relationship, a lot of times it goes sour. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much money being dealt that sooner or later it goes sour. Wow. You know, and that was one of the main reasons I don't want to get mixed up in that business side of it. Okay. Wow. Whether whether somebody thinks you're taking money under the table or things like that, I don't want to be involved with that. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're doing is sort of like a ministry. I mean, in a sense, a form. saying it's business, but you're maintaining these wholesome relationships with people 
and making sure that when they come to your city, they're taken care of. I mean, you're getting, you, you getting paid to basically be an angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I get paid to make sure they have this time to make sure that they don't go to our competitors. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? that's wonderful. So, <laughs> it's a, it, it, the, 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 the sign, you know, it's always two sides to the story. Sometimes your time is not your time. Sometimes you might have a VIP coming in at 4 o'clock in the morning. You got to get up. You got to get up. They need to be at the airport and meet them, you know, and then pick them up and, and, and have your eight game ready at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know? Okay. <laughs> Mentioning mention 4 o'clock in the morning having to get up, I want to thank you because there is a, a 10, 12-hour time difference from here to there. And when we started out earlier today, it was 12.30 in the morning, and you, you got up at 4.30 to do this interview, and we didn't contact you until 6 o'clock. So you're not just talking. You you actually are putting in the work to be a head, a head above the shoulders in, in, in your game, man. I want to thank you for taking time out to do this because it really means a lot to me. You are definitely yeah. somebody to me, and I appreciate you taking this time out more than you, you probably realize. And, and, and if you if you if you just paid attention to what you said, Anthony, I did just because of why our relationship. Absolutely, that's that's, that's right. why I wanted to so that people can know you're not just talking. It is it, is you sincere. It's coming from the heart. Right. And we want everybody that's listening, you know, to be able to uh, learn something from you, your life experiences, and, you know, just, you know, success always being under construction. And if there is anybody listening that does want to call in, you can call in at 213-943-3618. And you're listening to The Rick Show with Anthony King and myself, Brandy Jackson. And we're talking with Reggie Martin. And he has the keys <laughs> to East Chicago, Indiana, and a very fantastic uh, gentleman at his best over in China right now. What time is it in China? Right now it's 7.14 in the morning, 7.14 Monday morning. Mm. 7.14 Monday we morning, wanna, yeah. We're we going to take a quick commercial break. Hold on one second. Um, we'll be right back. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback. Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers 
Okay, Grant. Reggie. We are live. Reggie. I'm here, Brandy. All right. <laughs> so yeah, we had a little had some feedback. Um, you're an amazing man. Got that message right now. <laughs> you may. That that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um. On, during the commercial break, Brandy, we were talking off the mic, and he mentioned something about the American Chambers. If you if you can go over that with him, I have no idea what the American Chambers are. Um, so if if you guys can share with us what that is, that would be greatly appreciated. All right. You know, the American American Chambers is um, something I'm one of the co-founders of right here in Macau, China. I'm the vice chair of the American Chambers of Commerce here in China, Macau. Um, and it's just a forefront for companies that's trying to get into China or need any information or anything to, to you know, to be in China. Okay. So I am, you know, blessed to be one of the co-founders of, of the American Chambers. Uh, most cities around the world have the American Chambers. Um, okay. You know, it's just it's just a tool for people that are ready. Like, say, if you're coming to Macau or or anywhere in the world, you can call the American Chambers of Commerce, and automatically you would, you know, we would help you out. You know, we will we'll reach out to you and connect you with the people you need to be connected to, or whatever you're trying to do. Hmm. Right. That's a connection. That that's a serious connection right there. So, for example, let's say someone wanted to come to China and start a business, they would go through the American Chambers in order to get that done. Yeah, for help to get it done. You know, like I suggest, you know, you and Brandon should be a member of the American Chambers in Chicago or in, or in Indianapolis. You, can, you know, you have, a, you have different, um, um, I cannot say, um, departments in the American Chamber. Like you mm-hmm. can start your your media radio um, department, American Chamber. So people that jo- people would join the American Chamber, and they would join your group because they all in that same field. So you all connecting oh. and making relationships with each other because y'all have the same field. And then whoever the chair of that department, you will organize events. Whether you bring okay. in a very important person in the radio industry um, to come in and talk, you would charge people to come in. Members get a, you know a discount to get in and hear this person and be able to connect with this person. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's wonderful. It's a very and added so- value to yourself. If I know you like I know you, you're Googling that right now, right or wrong. Yeah, the website, yeah, actually the website is uh, www.amcham.org, A-M-C-H-A-M.org. 
So that uh that will help. Uh, well, you got an American chamber in Chicago too. You have an American chamber in Chicago and in Indianapolis, I'm sure. Right. So let me see something. Okay. Yeah, they even they even have you on here. That's that's great with the keys. The keys to East Chicago. So I, I, I you, hope so. you are there. You are yeah, absolutely. You are there. Checkmate. <laughs> yeah. So this is this yeah, is great. You know, it's very powerful too. Uh, and it, 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 it just it's just something it just adds value to yourself and to some knowledge for yourself. You, you know what, Reggie? It's very funny. It's very funny that you mentioned the American Chambers because one of my partners, his family is in the jury business, and he wanted to make sure that I introduced you to his father because he's interested in coming to China and opening up business. So I, I thank you for sharing that information because it's very useful, ready an inquiry place to find out if it was something that could be done to get into that market. So, you know, you, 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 hmm. you have to... And the easy accessible too. Hmm. Absolutely. Right away she pulled it up on, on the internet. It's very easy. Oh yeah, Brandy is on it. <laughs> she she not right. she's not she not on this show with us for nothing. She's definitely where she where she where she's supposed to be at. Oh, thank you, Anthony. And I'm jumping my night. I just I'm I'm on the black square <laughs> now. You, Reggie, you know, since the show is called The Rook, we always joke about, you know, the game of chess. So right now I'm I'm the knight. <laughs> Making my way up. If I, if I can add, you know, if I can add something for people who may be listening. Mm-hmm. People, you know, a lot, of, a lot of questions I get, you know, is how you, what can you do to challenge yourself one thing I think every every uh, New Year's Eve, I pick three things, three things I want to accomplish for that whole new year, and I hold myself accountable for that, and I put it in my Bible. And it's when I say you know success is always in a row, you know, a lot of you know, uh, uh, Challenge yourself you want to accomplish. Only you know those three things. So you got one whole year to accomplish the three, three, three things you try to accomplish. Yeah. So it, 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 it works because you push yourself and it's very uh, fruitful for yourself when you do accomplish one or two of those three things. And the, the one thing you might not uh, accomplish within a year. We have um we have a couple of callers on the line. I'm gonna bring them in. I haven't screened them, so caller, if you are out of order, we're gonna cut your mic off. So please be mindful of that. Um seven one eight seven one eight 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 one
Repeat what you said. You we had a, a little difficulty on the line. Seven one eight, but their feedback is too. They have whatever it is that they're doing is too loud. They either need to take it off a speakerphone or something because it's, it's giving too much feedback into the back, into back, into back, into back, into back, into back, Okay, seven one eight. You're not going to be able to ask your question because your device is is giving us too much feedback. Clear up, clear up your background and, and call back in. Um, Brandy, we have a, a seven. Oh, eight. Oh, okay. Line disconnected. Okay, yeah, they'll so probably call, call back. Yeah, we had, we had we had two callers on the line, but they did not have the right. Okay, here we go, Brandy. Hold on one second. Seven zero eight nine four one. Your mic is okay. live. Hi, this is Sharice. Hello. Hi, welcome. How are you? So pretty good, pretty good. I have a question today. And um, my question is basically what he was talking about um, in the field of networking. Yes. Um, I'm in construction um, as far as in branding myself and just moving forward in a lot of different areas of my life. And I want to, you know, make sure that I'm kind of clear in understanding and, ha- and having the keys to networking, um, and in the in the field of him being a mo- uh, sir of you being a motivational speaker, how would you share with us as the viewers on how to connect with, let's just say for example, um, investors uh, concerning um, uh, a clothing line or a business line or something. You know to uh, you know further myself or for someone else to further themselves. How would I be able to go about to get in that field of networking of people seeking the investors too? Okay, were yes, you able to hear that, Reggie? Hello, can you hear me? Were you able to hear that? Right, and then with the emphasis on um, getting the investors on board, is that correct, Cherise? Hold, hold on, I mute, I muted her mic back out. Hold on one second. Okay, there, no there problem. She is. I'm, there she is. And is that correct, is that correct, Cherise? Um, getting investors yes. involved and interested, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Making okay. sure that I can, that I or someone else can get involved with the right people. You know, networking is the key, you know, um, being able to speak to the right people (laughs) and um, communicating the right words with the right people um, so that you, you know, so that we can get connected correctly. So... So many people on a daily basis that, you know, Everything about what this person is trying to do and the 
vision of this person. Um, also, what works for me, I'm only talking about how uh, how I do things. I would, you know, I, I, I'm constantly searching for different events that I need to be at. I want to be everywhere where where the Richard Bransons or, or the Whiplisters or whatever are at. I need to be there. I need to be there. I need to be networking. And I need to be learning from these people and seeing what it takes and what I need to do to get on there on certain situations there I am. But I would really suggest that you do your due diligence. You know who you're dealing, dealing with. And you pick the person that represents the same brand that you're trying to represent. Hmm. Okay, we have another caller. They did call back in, 718-341. Your mic is live. Come in. Yes, sir. Mr. King and Ms. Jackson, how you doing? Hi, doing good. Thank you. Good. This is J.R. Strong from Hoodrich Magazine. Oh, welcome. I, I, we just saw you on Twitter. How y'all doing, man? Good. Man, just listening in, checking the show out, man, and it's uh, great as usual, you know. Sorry Thank I couldn't you. call in in the earlier shows, but I've been listening. Love what I'm hearing. And to the brother that's in China, man, thank you so much for taking time out to bring some knowledge to us, you know, on um, this new era of business that we're in, you know. Everything has changed so much, especially in the entertainment industry, and you have to really be diligent, like the gentleman said, with what you're doing, and go hard. And I mean go hard, because right now, you know, we wear many hats, you know, and it's always good to have a good team. Like mm-hmm. the Keys 107, we got a great team that, that's being developed right now, you know, with you guys included and everybody else that's involved with the network. And, you know, just the whole social networking right now has made it so possible for you to to do whatever it is that you, you know, your heart's desire and to get yourself out there. Me, myself, I'm an advocate of, of social networking. I go hard on the whole, you know, video productions and, and the radio stuff on, on the network just so that people know who I am, you know. For the young lady that's on there um, that's acting about the fashion, I'm also in the fashion industry and, um, you got to really go hard and believe in yourself very much so. Believe in what you have. You can't let anybody tell you that, you know, um, this is not good enough because you're going to get a lot of that, too, of every, people always telling you. You know, everybody always knows what's best, what's best you, for you. <laughs> even when it's, you know, it's all you, you know. Right. And no offense to anybody that's, you know, giving advice because we do need to take advice from experienced people, people that have been there and done that. You know right. what I'm saying? A lot of times we get advice from people that haven't been there and haven't. This brother is calling us from China, so he is actually doing that. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I just want to, you know, say to you guys congratulations on the show and, and, and for the great information that you guys are giving out, man, and, and welcome to the Keys. Thank you. Thank you for that advice, and that, that that's great. And uh, Sharice, will probably, hopefully she heard that too. Yeah, um, Reggie, just to give you a little bit of insight on who J.R. Strong is, that, this, that he's not just calling in as a as a regular listener. He's one of the one of the foundation 
host of the network that we operate on right now. He has an extensive history in radio in, in the city of New York, out there on the East Coast, as well as some recording projects. He's really somebody special, and the fact that he called in on this show means a lot because his support could, could, could be something that's very, very influential to the future of this show. So, Jr., I just want to thank you and say um, I greatly appreciate you calling in to this show to show some re- support and respect to uh, our guest, Reggie Martin. Greatly appreciate it. Hey, man, we're, we're family. We're family at this point. You know, we're family, yeah. and family work together, family play together, and, you know, we got to help one another. That's the main thing, you know. And, and like, you know, we know what's going around right now in Chicago and all these different places with all the violence and all that you know, all the senseless violence that's happening. But there's also a whole lot of good things that are happening, too, that we're not, you know, getting to see or hear too much about. You know, people that are actually working hard to do something. This is this is rough times right now. So, you know, we got to understand that what is really important to us, what is most important to us. You know, right now all of us have what is called intellectual properties, and if we understand what that is, I think, you know, we'll really understand how rich we are, you know, mm-hmm. R- really, if, if you could understand that, you know. And um, you guys have a great show, man. I'll, I'll be listening in like I normally do. I'm always the quiet one. I try to stay in the back and listen and check out what's up. And it's a great show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love your media, you. too. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Okay, yeah. take care. Hey, uh, what uh, what what day is your show? What time does it broadcast? Yeah. That's who it's Oh, that's plug plug your show real quick. Oh, thank you. It's Hoodrich Magazine, What's Rich in Your Hood, on the Keys 107 Network, and it comes on every Wednesday at 6 p.m. from 6 to 7, sometimes 6 to 8, depending on how I'm feeling that day. And you know, we do a lot of entertainment. We play a lot of music, and um, also talk about the things that's going on in the community. You know, um, so if you guys can listen in, please do that. And we're always in the podcast, as you know, so you could always go into the archives and check out the show. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate Anytime. it. No problem. Anytime. Thank you, JR. Appreciate your, mm-hmm. your support. Always. All right. Yeah, Reggie, the, the last time I listened to JR's show, I think he had somebody from like the the SOS band or the Gap band or somebody like that on his show. I can't remember exactly. Um, who it was. Hold on, let me bring him back in. JR, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Who was it that you had on your show um, not too long I had, ago? I had two people. I had uh, Mr. Sir Earl Toon from Cool in the Gang. Ooh. And there, also Mr. Yeah, Earl Toon from Cool in the Gang was a good friend of mine. Actually, like a brother of mine, you know. And also Mr. Randy Weber. Who is with um, Frankie Beverly and Mays? He Love started Stephanie, he started Stephanie Mills, uh, the Fugees. I mean, this <laughs> goes on and on oh, from wow. back in the days, you know. And he also wrote the um, if you ever watch Sanford and Son, the theme song, he wrote the theme song to Sanford Ooh. and Son. <laughs> he, you know, so he has a lot of history, and he's still in the game. You know, he's still in the game, going strong. You know, and that's one thing I want people to understand. The game don't stop. Don't okay? stop. Okay? It keeps going on because you find a lot of people. I know some people that have been on, on tour for like 30 years or better. Okay? Or better. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine that. How you you going to be on, on tour for 30 years? You know, I know people in their 90s that are on tour. I'm like, whoa. 90s, gee. Never stop working. You know, Mr. Taj Mahal, that's one person that's been on tour. He hasn't been on off tour yet, and he's like in his 80s and still going strong. 80s and almost in his 90s and going strong. And that's the type of longevity that I want us to have that we need to have today. A lot of entertainment, a lot of music and all of that stuff, it's like real fast. Everything is like, you know, disposable. You got to hit today, and then we don't hear nothing from you anymore, And you know, unless you, you know, you come with something else, and that lasts for about a week or two, and so on and so on. You know, but we're looking yeah. for longevity. You know, we're looking for longevity. We're looking for, you know, our residuals to keep coming, even when we're gone, and, and you know, pass it on to our children. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's why I try to bring on people, you know, that that have that experience, so they can tell us because we we need the old with the new. You know, let's not oh, get it twisted. Yeah, we have a lot of new technology and all of that, but what is the new technology? Where did that come from? From the old stuff, you know. So the more you know about the old stuff, the better you be because you know what if that computer go break down or what if you know you can't use Pro Tools anymore and you got to go back to analog recording and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, With mm-hmm. the wow. two-inch reels and all of that type of stuff, you know, you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're talking. So it's always, yeah. always talking. good to do your homework and do your research and be up on the game, like the brother is saying. You got to really show due diligence. Diligence, yes. Yeah, yeah. No matter what, no matter how many times you get disappointed, I've been disappointed so many times. You know, I could say it kind of outweighs how many times I've had victory, but I've had victory. Right. You know, so I and know what it tastes like. And I want, yeah, and I want it more. The more and more, I want it more. And it just keeps me, every time I fall down, I dust myself off and get back up and keep trying, man. Don't give up. To anybody out there, I say don't give up, don't give up. on whatever it is that you're doing. As long as it's legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't give up. Because your time will come. Sometimes our time is not what we think it is. It's what God wants it to be for us. You know, so we're looking at one thing, and he's using us somewhere else. You know, we think our music is so hot and all of that. You know, and mm-hmm. what it did for somebody, probably saved somebody's life or something. Just a few words Just a in few your words. song, save yeah. somebody's life. That's better than having your record being sold. You saved the life. It. You know, the the rewards will come. Believe me, you get blessed. Hmm. You know, so I'm gonna stop talking, man. <laughs> you know, oh, thank no, you guys good, so much. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God thank bless you. you. Yeah. No problem. Anytime. All right. Okay. Bro. Respect. Yeah, Reggie. This was a blessing, man. We appreciate this. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Plenty of blessings. They are. I have a conversation coming out here in December. That's what I That's the blessing, you know, it's already a, you see by listening, it's by listening to people talk. I have a conversation for a football game when they get here. It's my first time meeting them. But now I can bring up something to the brother that, you know, that did interview with. That's right. Yeah, they actually very close friends, like like JR goes to visit their, the guy's mother. In, in Jamaica or someplace like that. So make sure you mention him because they are very close friends with each other. It's, it's, it's not business. That's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? You have to listen to people. Stop talking about yourself sometimes. 
I remember that. We had this coming to my American Chamber's ball in December. They come to perform. Last year we had a competition. Before that we had a presentation. Mm. He said about the tour for 30 years and all that. That's so true because we bring them right here in China to, you know, to bless us with this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have uh, we have another caller on the line. Randy, you gon' you gonna really like this caller right here. Hold on one second. Eight four three, your mic is live. <laughs> wow, I knew you were gonna do it too. How you doing, Miss Jackson, Mr. <laughs> King, Mr. Martin? Eight four three, I already know. How you doing? Yeah, huh? you already know. You know, <laughs> since since I'm since I'm on the air, Brandy, let me go ahead. Last year we were talking about. Yarsha Gumba, and I was really into this cordyceps sinensis. And Reggie, I got to ask you: Have you heard of people in China that have a large supply of herbal medicines? A really good opportunity on cordyceps sinensis. It's called the snow caterpillar. They take it off the mountains in Tibet. It's basically like herbal Viagra, the most expensive medicine in the world, fifty thousand dollars a kilo. I think I got a plug on it for thirty-five. You can make some money in Atlanta, Chinatown, San Francisco, L.A. They're buying it from anywhere they can get it. If you're there. There's a warehouse in Hang, uh, Hangzhou, north of Shenzhen. They have a large supply. Like 80% of the stuff in Tibet is there. So I know we were going to talk on the jewelry stuff. I'll get you connected with my dad. Don't want to take too much of the time we have left on the air. But we should make a move on this Yarsha Gamba, move some weight. 15,000 kilos up for grabs. It helps to lose weight? Yeah, you know what it was? When I was sick in the hospital, Brandy, with my kidneys, um... I happened to be in the same room with Michelle Obama's uncle, Andrew Robinson, one of his friends, and uh, they told me, get this stuff and use it. Over the next two years, I was letting you know as I was doing the research, and I found a, su- a supply. Like, it's steadily going for 50000 a kilo because Chinese men are using it as herbal Viagra. That's one wow. of the things. But what it does is it, it, it basically stimulates your whole body, and this stuff only grows in the mountains like 3,000, 3,500 feet plus up in the air. But in Tibet, the Chinese control the whole harvest. If you're getting it from Nepal across the border, they want 20000 a kilo in tax. But if we can get our hands on the supply, I've got it sold the moment it enters the States, and we can keep that going. I've been looking for it for two years. I think I got it. It's just a matter of us putting that together. And if you want to go through the American Chamber of Commerce, that's great. Once we have it in, in supply, there's people in Chinatowns everywhere in the country that will take it off our hands. 15,000 a kilo profit on the most expensive medicine in the world. This is the most expensive medicine in the world. 50,000 a kilo for a caterpillar. Boy, that's something. Reggie, do you actually, um, are you familiar with that, or do you have affiliates that are aware of that that herbal medicine? It's a snow caterpillar. And you are. I'm not familiar with American people that are. Right. So now we all know because I didn't know. <laughs> and that's what that's that's what this blog talk radio is about. You know, learning new things and uh, making a move. So Yarsha Gumba. Mhm. Yeah. We have uh we have fifteen minutes left on the show. Um, Randy, just so you'll know, if you have any questions that you want to. Get in before we have to end end the call with Reggie. 
now will be the time to do that. And, Reggie, if there's anything that you want to share um, with the listening audience back here in America before the show ends, uh, now will be the time to get that in. I have, you know what, Reggie, I do have a couple things, too, and then what you have in mind, hold that, too. Don't forget it. But um, what I know you said, uh, you know, do your three things that you can accomplish, that you want to accomplish. But besides that, what's something that we should consider changing today if we want to be successful um, financially? Because everything else is separate, spiritual, health, that is separate, but financially, what's something that we should consider changing today? First of all, saving money. Stop buying unnecessary things. Stop buying, you know, our people, we we like to go have 40, 30 pairs of shoes that we don't even wear for a year. You know, (laughs) save some of that money. And and as as I'm learning, hanging around a lot of these uh, make your money work for you. Make your money make money for you. You know, invest in real estate. You know, in, in places like Chicago and I think Gary and all this, you can you can take over a building for a couple of dollars. Mm. Okay. It, it, it's an investment. And also when you're doing that something I'm thinking about doing with my foundation. And let's say you know the city is, you know, you're doing an auction for a building. You get a you get a building for a very low price. Mm-hmm. How about using the building as a trade to teach our inner city kids a trade? Have them go in there and paint the, the building, paint, you know, paint, fix the window, fix the door. Teach them a trade. Put them off the yeah. street. And be learning something. Mm. Okay? And this is an embarrassment for you. This is helping you with your manager skill. You know, it's helping you learn how to budget your money, decide money for what you need, exactly what you need to make this work, <laughs> and things like that. But only you knows how to uh, manage. Your own, your own stuff. I don't have the answer to that. I, I only know how, what I do. If I'm mm-hmm. very concerned about how I spend my money, I do a yearly budget for myself. People laugh at that. I put aside a yearly budget for my travel. I know I need to get home to Chicago two or three times. So this is the money right here for my travels to East Chicago. your advice too because I um you know as an entrepreneur some contracts that I have I don't get that money until 30 days later so you can imagine what type of budgeting I have to do throughout the year <laughs> it's got to last me 30 days or 60 sometimes because what if that 30 day payment is late so I I agree yes you always, you know you 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 always you need to be prepared you know, you might, mm-hmm. you might lose your job. 
You need to have something that can hold you to you. You get back up on your feet and get the next job or whatever the reason. But, you know, I believe in having a yearly budget for myself that I do not overspend. I don't want to spend the money. I'm learning from the the Allen Iverson. I'm learning from the Mike Tyson. And not disrespecting them, but I'm there. The Antoine Walker. You know, mm. they lost yeah. $150, $200 million. Yeah. They lost $200 million. And I don't have $200 million. So I know I'm not, how can you, they lost $200 million. That means it's very easy for me to be in a situation if I, if I don't control it and be disciplined. Right. Hold, hold on, one, hold on one second, y'all. We got a uh, we got another caller who would like to ask a question, and they are actually the uh, the, the founders of the network, Sister James or Brother Rafika. Your mic is live. Yes. Uh, greetings, all, um, to uh, Brother Reggie and also to Anthony and all the black men on the line that's listening. Uh, happy Father's Day, if we haven't heard it. Uh, Great. Today. Yes. We need to hear it a little bit more, but although we must recognize the Father's Day is every day, so every day we have to get up and go do something to help our black babies all over the planet. And uh, to our wonderful host, Sister Brandy, you are a marvelous asset to the Keys 107 and to the Rook family. Continue your progress and do well. Uh, Not going to be long, but Reggie, you are, you are exactly what young people need to hear and see, an example of a man who has a dream, who has the drive and the faith to get up and go and make something happen good for himself and is willing to share those experiences with the rest of us so we can do likewise. So I want to say to you, Reggie, thank you for coming on the roof and sharing your experience and your knowledge and your wisdom. Um, just continue and work hard, and may God bless you to become even more successful than you already are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very Thank grateful. You. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Reggie. That's Brother James uh, Muhammad. He's one of, the, one, of the, one of the leaders in security in the entertainment industry out there on the East Coast. He has some very high-profile clients, and I'm sure – you may see him in China at some point in time doing security with somebody uh, for the likes of, I, I, I'm, I, I won't mention their names, they might be a breach of security, but he, he may be in China soon. I'm sure he came on his line for a reason. So remember his name, Brother James Muhammad. He, he'll definitely be somebody that you'll hear from again. That's right. All right. Peace, my family. I'll be listening in. Thank you, Brother James. You're welcome, Brandy. <laughs> So would you, you know, Reggie, would you say uh, don't quit your day job? How can you do uh, for people who are uh, want to be entrepreneurs and they want to spend all day doing their research and getting, you know, going to the networking events and things of that nature? And I know it's a different scenario for everyone, but would you say it's good to focus in on that or still maintain their job? And I know there would be a variation to that, but in your opinion, uh, what what do you think? If your job is paying the bills, you definitely need to keep your job. But you mm-hmm. know what? Networking is not a hobby for me. That, 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 networking 
is is a value for me. Okay, mm. it's not a it's, it's not a hobby. It's a value. It's an investment in my life, in my career. So I'm not. I'm very picky on, like I say, the networking I'm doing. Of course, I would. You know, I got friends when I come home. They want to go to the strip club and all right. that. But I want to be there. Yes, I do. There's nothing wrong with it. But sorry, I need to be here because when I'm going to this function because it's going to benefit me in the long run. You know, I might meet someone else who can give me some more knowledge or might be able to change my life for the better. Mm-hmm. All right? So if you got a day job, but if it's paying the bill. Keep your change job. Don't do nothing, you know, just, you know, silly. This is very basic information. But yeah. it is networking in the evening time and stuff that you can fix. You know, at American Chambers, they have networking events all the time. That's just one, one, um, you know, uh, foundation I'm talking about. But there's many in your area that is, 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 is networking opportunities that you go to after work. But for me, it's not a hobby. Like I say, it's a value. It's a must for me. And it's an mm. investment in my career. That's something. We have, we have five minutes left. Um, Reggie, you have been very supportive of... Okay, I think we lost Anthony for a second. Reggie, you still there? So, you know, he's been very supportive for uh, many of the events. And that's uh, Reggie Martin that we're speaking to right now out in China. He's got up, he's gotten up extremely early for us, and we really do appreciate his advice, uh, him sharing his experience. And uh, earning the keys to the East Chicago, Indiana. Very prestigious. Uh, it's a prestigious award, but it also lifts up the expectations as well because the community then leans on him. Brandy, um, sorry about that. We were disconnected. We're back on the show now. Um, like I was saying, Reggie has been very supportive of some people from home. Um, one person in particular I want to mention is, uh, is Sue. The road runner. You 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 had him to do your video, Reggie, and I believe you had him out there in China. Is is that not correct? No, that's that's not correct. Um, uh, he has not been out right here. Okay. Soup is um, so I'm a fan of Soup, the local uh, artist. Um, uh, I enjoy listening to his music. And, and if I can help in any way, I try my best to form to, to help him get a the song on my motivational video. Um, he's just a great dude. You know, he's, he, you know, he's working hard. He's grinding every day. Um, he needs people. But yes, I, you know, I would, you know, I try to, you know, I do whatever I can. Uh, um, the right situations try to help him out, you know, I think that him, but the world can't be basically, and, 
Yeah, so you are you you do help people. That's that's the point that I wanted to make. You you have not forgotten where you come from. You do help people. We have three minutes left. Randy well, let me explain you know, how to help people who wants to be helped. Hmm. So I, I got the difference between helping people wanting you to do something for you. For them. You know. No, you know, I have no patience for that but hmm. someone who wants to be helped and you see the decline that they have that they actually try to succeed. And so I try to help in any way I can, whether it's advice or connecting them with, with the right people. That's what's mm-hmm. up. That's what. Randy, we have two minutes left. Is there anything you want to get out before we end with the commercial? Uh, you know, I, I just honestly, I, I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, I, again, I learned something for myself, and I hope and I know that somebody got something out of this show. I know that for sure. So I just wanted to really thank Reggie Martin for coming on with us. I did have. Um, Another question, and it was, what is a common, like, characteristic found in successful people that you've noticed? Like, each person that's either a billionaire or just extremely successful, what what is it about them that stands out and they all pretty much have in common? Like, uh, uh, something undeniable. Is there something specific about them other than just the ordinary? My boss. Analysis is the nicest man in the world. And the one thing you can you can have you can compare him with Warren Buffett and Richard Branson is they both have a they all have a vision. They have a vision, they have a drive, and they don't know how to answer. So they they always figure out a way to make it work. They also That's what's up. We we gonna um we're gonna go out with a commercial. Brandy, thank you for so much. Reggie, man, yeah. I appreciate more than you know. And um this 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 was just a blessing, man. Uh this is the Rook Show on the Keys one oh seven net. And um I I just I just I, I'm at a loss for words how grateful I am for you taking time out to do this, y'all. See y'all next Sunday. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you.